Let's start podcast number 179, I believe. It's either 179 or 180. I'm just getting back to it, so we're going to have to uh, get back to that. So anyway, why you shouldn't wife her at first. Uh, I think this is really important. And a lot of the times when I speak on these topics, I have a lot of guys who hit me up for information. I have a lot of guys that contact me. So I'm seeing what people are going through. Obviously, it's anecdotal but I'm seeing it. And then also I have a lot of experience myself. Um, And I think that one of the situations that I've been through um, that made a big impact on me is taking a chance with women and giving them the benefit of the doubt. Um, Damn. I thought, Socrates, I thought you had enough followers to come up, but don't worry, everybody give Socrates a follow. We gotta get him up so he can grow his page. But anyway. Um, one of the things that I've seen when I deal with certain women and, and usually what I have is a filtering process. So, and I think a filtering process can go for both sexes, right? But obviously I'm a man, so I'm speaking on men. When you have a filtering process, you know how to filter out the woman that's good for you and you know how to filter women out that that's bad for you. And usually when you do that, um, it usually narrows your chance of having a more successful relationship. Obviously, understanding game is a really big important part, right? And a lot of men don't understand that. And when I say having game is super important, they think that that's playing games, right? So playing games and having games are two different things. Like say if I have, if I'm smooth, if I know how to make a girl laugh, if I if I understand how to make a girl you know want me more, if I know how to make a girl obsessed with me, that's simply technique and in knowing how to make girls like me, which is why I made the ebook, Make Her Obsessed, Volume One. <laughs> and which is why, like, I've had millions of followers, even though they always fucking delete my page. And a lot of guys pay me. And, you know, this is the reason why I'm in, you know, one of the reasons why I'm in California. You know, people, people pay me. People um, pay me to come out for in person coaching, right? So, you got to understand that having game is super important. And a part of having that game is understanding how to one game your girlfriend goes. A lot of guys think once you get the girl, that's it. You just, that's it. Job done. You don't have to game her. No. Once you get your girl, you have to game your wife too. You have to make your, you have to keep your wife. You have to make her fall in love with you. So what does that mean? Understanding how to keep a long-term relationship, understanding how to keep your partner interested. Why do you think divorce rates are so high? Right, because men don't understand this fundamental thing. They think once they have a girl, once they have a, a wife, that's it. No, and there's a direct correlation with that. But even before that, you have to have a filtering process. And I know I've made so many podcasts on this, but we have to reiterate. We have to continue to talk about it because the solution. If you're not like, I can understand if some people are following religious law, right? If you're following religious law, then that's the case. But most people aren't doing that especially in the United States, not everybody's religious. So if you're not abiding by that law, you have to abide by a different set of rules, right? Especially for men. And one thing that men don't do, I know a lot of women, not all, not all, but some women, you know, they're taught about, you know, choosing a guy that's right for you. And we joke and play about red flags. But the, but the problem is with that, we give people the benefit of the doubt. And when you start to give people the benefit of the doubt, um, that's when you tend to make mistakes. And this is something that I've done in the past too. There's times where I would see a girl 
and she may be fire. She may be she may be the baddest girl that I've ever talked to. Big butt, beautiful face, nice, you know, voluptuous boobs, you know, just pretty like drop dead gorgeous, right? And you want to deal with this girl, but you keep seeing the red flags, right? You keep seeing things like like you you catching her in her lies. Her stories don't always add up. Um, you know, and then especially if things are centered around being super sexual, like if this, if the sex is super amazing, right? I'm 30 years young now. So when I was younger, this was a super priority for me where it was like, oh, she looked good and the, and the, and, the, uh, and we make love and it's fire. Oh, that's all I need. It's a wrap. But that's a problem because you tend to throw a blind eye to everything else, right? For example, I can give you examples where myself, where I've been dealing with girls and let's say for example that she's a super pretty girl maybe anywhere from an 8 or a 9 out of 10 maybe an 8 or 9 out of 10 guys if you're joining the zoom call make sure you mute your mic you're dealing with a girl that's probably an 8 or 9 out of 10 and um That's nuts. I don't know what's wrong with people. Anyway, um, sorry guys, I had to end the Zoom. Somebody was on there wilding out, showing, you know, some shit. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so uh, back to the topic here. <laughs> uh, no, I can give examples where I've talked to a girl and she's super bad. You can say anywhere from eight or nine out of 10. And I made this mistake a few times. Um, and I give her the benefit of the doubt. Like, say, for example, like, you know, and, and this is the problem. Like, she's always going out late. She's always partying. Oh, hanging out with her best friends at 2, 3 in the morning. Sleeping over her guy friend's house. Right? This is a mistake that I made in my early, early teens and early 20s. But the problem is you'll be condemned by society. They'll be like, oh, why are you being judgy? Oh, it's giving misogyny. You'll be attacked for having standards, especially as a man. You'd be like, oh, well, I don't want somebody who's spending the night over their guy friend house. I don't want somebody who is spending the night over, you know, over the guy's friend's house at three in the morning. And then what will happen, you'll see, is you'll get judged for that. You'll be called, oh, oh, you're controlling. You're trying to control me. No, I'm not trying to be controlling. And you know what? Um, as a matter of fact, what I'll do is I'll let you go. I'll let you be. You can do your own thing but I can't deal with this situation. So instead of ending things right there and you're filtering this girl out properly, what guys do is they'll let that rock. Oh, I'm hanging out with my friends. And you see consistently, oh, she's going out two and three in the morning every day or, or every, every weekend she's out hanging out doing single things, but you want to be in a relationship with this person. They are showing you what you're in store for in a relationship. And this is something to take into consideration when it's time to be in a relationship. And a lot of guys don't do that. And I get it. I hear guys talk about it all the time. I hear guys talk about it all the time. Oh, bro, she's so bad, though. She's the baddest girl I talk to. And she's, she's fire in bed. But you have to understand, you cannot let that distract you. All jokes aside, you can't let that distract you. Because, because she's doing this, 
because she's doing all this stuff and and she's fired, she's bad, you want to try to give her the benefit of the doubt, but you have to think long term. And then guys get into situations. Now it's even worse because you put all that stuff aside. You mess around and get this chick pregnant. And y'all, and then you really get to know on a deeper level. And y'all completely disagree on everything. 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 You completely disagree on everything. Say, for example, if you're a religious person, you have religion, right? And let's say if she's going to pride parade to support her, her, her gay BFF. That's something that doesn't align with your beliefs at all. But now you're stuck in this situation and you've got to be with this girl forever because you sat down and had kids and babies with her, right? Men never set boundaries. You have to set boundaries. before, you, And then you can apply this to women too. Before you ever get into a relationship with somebody, you set boundaries, right? Where I'm from, they call it checking. Sometimes you got to check a bitch, <laughs> right? You got to check them. Somebody talked to you disrespectfully, like, hey, um, like say if you're talking to a girl, and she got a little, she a little fresh at the mouth, and she like to talk crazy, right? Say if you 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 talking with a girl, she like to talk crazy, and she be like, oh you, oh you a bitch, oh you this and that third, or she just say something off the wall, and you be like, listen, do me a favor, please don't talk to me like that, right? You could be calm, cool, and collective, like, and a lot of times when you check girls for talking disrespectful. Usually their go-to response is, oh, I'm just joking. I'm just playing. Relax. Okay, no, that, listen, listen, hear me out. That's fine. You can joke and play, but you're not going to joke and play with me like that, right? You have to set standards because if you don't set standards and boundaries early, people will walk all over you. You have to set those standards and boundaries early. You'd be like, hey, listen, I understand that um, you're joking, but let's not joke in that manner. Let's not play in that manner. We can joke and play, but... Let's set some boundaries. I don't talk disrespectfully. I understand you like to talk disrespectfully, but let's not talk disrespectfully. And if that's a problem with you, I understand. But you have to set these boundaries early. But because that girl is so bad, because she may have the craziest cake you ever seen, right? Because she is, you know, you know, probably the baddest girl you ever talked to, you want to give her the benefit of the doubt. But I'm telling you, that is the 100% wrong thing to do. That is the 100% wrong thing to do. You have to learn to filter women out because things can get a lot worse before they get better. Before you find yourself in a situation with somebody, you barely know them. And this is why I tell guys, don't wife girls right away. Don't, don't wife women right away. Don't do that. Like, and the reason I say this is because you'll have a lot of women that say, oh, a man knows when he wants a woman. You shouldn't have to wait months you shouldn't have to wait this. I see it on the internet. I see it all the time with people. I've even had people's mothers say it. I've had my mother say it. They're wrong. They're wrong. And people don't have any type of standards. People don't have any type of morals. You let anything fly. Do not do it. Do not do it. Do not do it because this world is crazy nowadays. Especially, and I know a large, a large a part of my following, you guys are religious. So if you have a religious belief, and I'm not trying to make this all about religion, but if you have certain beliefs and you believe certain things and that person doesn't align with it, don't wife that person. Don't make that person your girlfriend. Don't say, oh, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, you can with certain things. Like maybe, maybe their car is dirty. Okay, let's give them the benefit of the doubt. We can get into a habit of cleaning. 
right? We can get in the habit of doing little things. But if you know this person has a, a, a deep-rooted belief where they want to be out all night, where they want to, uh, you know, do things that you don't think is appropriate, don't. Don't wife this person. And don't listen to people when they say, oh, a man knows a woman. He knows he wants to wife a woman right away. Don't do that. Don't listen to it. It's nonsense. Because usually those type of guys... Those type of guys, when you um, when you wife a girl right away, you usually don't have a lot of experience. And that was one of the things that I had to break down a lot of times what guys don't understand. A guy with a lot of experience versus a guy that doesn't have a lot of experience. For example, if a guy's been with about, let's say, 100 women, and you have another guy over here who's only been about maybe five to six women, right? And the guy that's been with 100 women has dealt with a lot more nines and tens and personalities and seen different correlations in certain type of women, depending on their personality and pretty, how pretty they are. So when he deals with an eight, nine, or 10, that's a lot more regular for him. Whereas the guy who's only dealt with five guy, five girls and he finally gets an eight, nine, or 10, that's something that he thinks he'll never find and it's something super special to him. But the guy who's dealt with 100 girls says, well, I've dealt with this before and I know she's special but I know that I can find this special treatment with a lot of other women. So the guy who finds that, who hasn't had a lot of experience, he gets her and says, oh, she's so special, I'm gonna wife her. And he bypasses and looks past all her flaws, all her red flags, all the things that, um, he looks past all the things that she's doing that, that may necessarily not be good or conducive for a relationship, right? So then when that happens, uh, you know, then you find yourself in a bad situation. You find yourself in a stuck situation. You find yourself in a stuck situation. <laughs> Somebody says Zion. <laughs> nah, for real. Zion out here messing up crazy. But no, no, but that's, but that's a great example. That is a great example, you know? Uh, but no, and, and then when you do that and you, you bypass all of that stuff, you find yourself in bad situations. But my point in bringing that up example is when a lot of guys, they, uh, you know, they don't have a lot of experience, they'll tend to do that. And those are the, those are the guys that women are referring to because you got to understand when they say, oh, oh, automatically a guy knows what he wants a woman. He's not going to, he's not going to take long to wife her. Oh, I talked to this guy and I was his girlfriend in a month. Okay. That is something subjective. Every guy is not a hundred percent the same. And that's what you guys have to understand. Every guy is not 100% the same. Not every guy is going to operate in the same manner. You'll have some guys that have a lot of experience and used to dealing with women. And you'll have a lot of guys that are used to that are not used to dealing with women. So when you say, oh, well, um, you know, this guy, he is, he's, he knows what he wants. That's not all men. Some men take their time. Some men have a deeper understanding of what it means to be with a woman. Some men have different type of taste. You know what I'm saying? And this is what I'm telling men to make sure that you validate. Make sure that you filter these women out. And, and I talk about this on, on Patreon. I talk about this on the podcast so many times. And one of the biggest things is the vindictive women. Stay far, far away from vindictive women. And what is a vindictive woman? The one who is who wants to seek revenge for every little thing. You ever see like 
these little situations where girls are like, oh, I saw he followed one girl, so I replied to 15 messages, right? I saw he accidentally followed a new girl, so I replied to 15 messages in my, in my, in my request box. Super red flag. Because that comes down to a personality thing. If that person needs to seek revenge every single time you do something, the girl says, oh, I want to get my lick back. Right? Guys, let's run up the likes. There's no reason we at 1.4 likes. Look, come on. Let's get at least to five, 5K likes. Let's run up the likes. Anyway, but if, you, if you're talking to a girl and she says, oh, I'm going to get my lick back. And here's, here's, a big, here's a big telltale giveaway. If she's always saying, oh, you ain't, you ain't about to control me. Oh, you ain't got to, about to be doing this, and then I'm going to do my thing too. Why? Why is that, that, why is that bad qualities? Because the girl that will sit there and stay with you and cheat, is a horrible person to be in a relationship. Why? I'll tell you so many reasons why, but the number one reason why it takes less energy for that person to just leave. It takes so much less energy for that person to just leave. But they think in their head, oh, I want to get revenge. And don't get me wrong. It is something to being a just person. You do want to be just in your relationship, especially if you're a man and you take the the idea that you should lead your relationship, you want to be a just leader to the best of your abilities. So before you get in that relationship, you should take your time to vet this person, to filter this person out. And the number one thing that you need to understand is if this person is a vindictive person, do not wife them. I've seen situations, now this has never personally happened to me, but I speak to a lot of guys on the daily. I had a guy where he told me he was trying to plan a surprise party with his girl. So he was in cahoots with her friends and her cousins, right? And her close friends. So she one day went through his phone and saw something, a text that was misinterpreted about like, oh, I'll meet you here. Make sure you have this stuff. I'm gonna buy this and that and a third. So with just assuming she thought that her man was cheating on her with one of her best friends or something like that. And so she went out and cheated on him. And because she went out and cheated on him, uh, because of her assumptions, she, uh, you know, she eventually found out. And when he was like, oh, I got something to tell you. Let's, I want to, let's go here. She trying to surprise him. And then long story short, she basically admitted to it, to cheating when he was never actually cheating. And he was just planning something to, you know, surprise her for her birthday. And because she had that vindictive mentality, because she was like, oh, if you cheat on me, I'm going to cheat on you back. If you, if you, if you, if you get at me, I'm going to get my lick back. Avoid, do not wife girls like that. Do not wife them. Because I'm telling you right now, old habits die slow. And those girls will F you over. And, and, and you think that, oh, because I'm going to not pay attention to this now, it's going to get better later. And it's not obvious. It's not because a lot of guys run into these mistakes. I'm speaking to guys on a daily basis and they are making these mistakes all the time. You think because she bad, she a baddie, she got a cake, she look wild, crazy good that, oh, I'm going to just let it rock. She always out with her friend. No, stop that. Stop listening to people saying, oh, body count doesn't. Of course, body count matters. This is basic logic. Even if you don't have to have science, the idea of scarcity Scarcity. If I said this is the last pen of its kind, you know I can charge how much for this pen? Why? Because there's no other pen like it and it has an idea of scarcity on it.
And obviously there's science that supports it both ways, but it's scarcity. Somebody who is not easily obtained, somebody who is not easy to get to. Somebody, if you, if I see a woman and she bad and I see two women, she bad, right? Let's see woman on the left. She bad, but she got, she done been with everybody. Then you know who that reminds me of? That kind of reminds me of, and I ain't trying to gossip, but it kind of reminds me of India Love, right? If you know India Love, because I follow Devin Haney, and I ain't going to hold you. I used to have a crush on her back in the day. But I can tell you that so many people she's been with, so many people she's been with. And I know recently she's been with Devin Haney because I boxed. So I watched a lot of boxing, so I always see her at the fights and whatnot. Um, and, you know, she's been with a lot of people. But I would definitely choose somebody that looks just as good, that's not famous, that has no clout, and let's say she has less bodies. That's, that's a no-brainer. Why? Because there's a level of scarcity there. She's not so easily obtained. Not everybody can have her. Scarcity translates in marketing, it translates in the business world, and it translates in life. And, and, and it's such a fallacy when people say, oh, body count, it, it doesn't matter. And yes, it does matter. And why doesn't it matter for men? You look at celebrities. Celebrities are prime example. You have celebrities that have, we know these celebrities have been with thousands of women, right? We know that. I remember Blueface saying that in a six month period, and this was like 2021, he said he was with a thousand girls in six months. And he's not even, he's like a C plus, maybe a C minus celebrity. He ain't even a real celebrity. So imagine, imagine a, a, a top tier celebrity like Drake or Justin Bieber or Michael B. Jordan or somebody like this, right? Women ain't even questioning that they've been with a lot of women. That's not even a, that ain't even a, a thought in their mind. They just looking for an opportunity to get with them. Of course, body count matters. Not even from just a point of scarcity. Anything in scarce, anything that's not so easily attained is of course is going to be something that you want more. This is basic logic. This is basic logic. And then when you talk about the science of it, now, obviously, I forget the study, but this is the one that everybody quotes. Those guys on Fresh and Fit podcast, they talk about it like the more women that, uh, the more men that women been with, I think over five bodies or something like that, the chances of uh, divorce increases. Um, having one or two bodies, according to the study, is not necessarily a good thing. Why? Because... At one or two bodies, some women feel as if maybe um, they're not too sure about the sexual partner. Maybe they need more experience. This is some of the thoughts that go through their head when I loosely read the study. Now, when this when the numbers go up like above five, six, and it gets to like ten, maybe then they have more of a likelihood of getting divorced. And obviously, I feel like when it comes to that age matters. When I feel like the body count thing is somebody who has, and this is something, this is something similar to like I read in Quran too. It's like Allah says in Quran that somebody who has a high body count or somebody who has who's not a virgin would most likely want somebody who's not a virgin. Somebody who's, who's a virgin probably would want somebody who's a virgin. You know, this is common sense things, and that's something you can see anecdotal too. Somebody, a girl who's, you know. Who has maybe a version? She probably doesn't want somebody with a hundred bodies. Maybe somebody who knows what they're doing, right? And but these are these are basic correlations. But then they say, you know, the same thing happens with men, and this is true. If you, I think it's psychologicalscience.org put out a study. I forget the name of the study, but you can go on the site. It's psychologicalscience.org, and basically, they they did a study 
with the same type of correlation, both men and women, when they both have a high body count, it was harder for them um, to be in a monogamous relationship, both men and women. But the difference was uh, when they tried to come back from it. So amongst the people that they studied, they said both men and women, when they had a high body count, it was harder for them to stay, when they had multiple partners rather, it was harder for them to stay in a monogamous relationship. But when the men tried to come back from it, they were able to, meaning that when men tried to be in a monogamous relationship, over time, they were able to do this. And they were able to do this because uh, literally their brain structure changed. And so over time, after a while, they were able to be in a monogamous relationship where they didn't cheat. They didn't have inclinations towards cheating. It wasn't hard for them to be in a relationship. Now, as far for the women, there were women that were able to do it, but not as successful as the men. Their brain structure didn't change. And the women that did stay loyal after a long time, they almost had to willpower themselves. They had to force themselves. That inclination uh, for being with other people, that desire for being with other people never necessarily went away. The thoughts of, they it even asked them like, uh, the thoughts of like being with other exes, they thought about some of the best SEX that they had versus the partner that they went. That didn't change for women. And that was the, and the, the basically the whole study showed that women versus men, they almost lost something. They almost lost something. And you can look at the study yourself. It's called psychologicalscience.org. And it basically talks about body count and the, the, the effects that it has on men versus women. And you can see this, like, you can see this a lot. Like, for example, you know, when men, you know, they're, they're young and you know, they have a high body count, then they eventually settle down. You know, and I, I guess you could say the same thing about women, but women, it was, I think it was uh, ABC that, or one of these news publications that had put out an article, I actually have it saved in my notes. And it was saying the chances of a woman getting married past the age, I think, of 38 or 40 is like 4%. Those correlations don't stand with men. It's not the same thing with men, right? And, you know, my point is, everybody of this podcast is, listen, body count and all these things that you say that people say doesn't matter, it does matter. And you can say the same thing for, for women too, right? You can say the same thing for women too. If you think that a man is dealing with a lot of women, if you think that he's not the man for you, if, if, he, if he's going past the red flags, and this is why I think women should have a confidant. They should have a male confidant because women make this mistake a lot too, right? They, because, they, they, because women are very merciful, they're less confrontational, and they wanna give men the benefit of the doubt a lot of times. They want to give men the benefit of the doubt and they be like, well, you know, he's this, maybe he'll learn, maybe over time. And sometimes it's true. Maybe over time he'll stop cheating and he'll, you know, he'll do this and do that. But it, it, it's, it's, I think it's harder for women, but it's kind of hard because when you have a male confidant, he's usually a best friend. That's why you should be going to your father for this stuff. But usually we know about the best friend. <laughs> we know what the best friend really wants. <laughs> we know what the best friend really wants. We're not dumb. You know, so I guess it's hard for a woman to have a male confidant that they can go to and talk about, um, you know, the things that they want. But my point, guys, don't listen to people who say it sounds like misogyny and say like, oh, um, well, if your standard is, oh, I don't want a woman with high body count or if I if I have a filtering process and I think she's a vindictive woman, 
If I think that she's gonna, if you ask her, if you ever got cheated on, will you cheat on me back? And you say, oh, well, yeah, nah, that's, that's not for me. Because we know somebody who stays in a relationship with somebody cheats versus somebody who leaves, that's the difference between a low quality and a high quality woman, right? The high quality woman is gonna pick up and leave. Now I'm done, I'm gonna wipe my hands, that's it. Either she's gonna forgive you or for leave. But the problem is guys get caught up in the nonsense of society. Oh, it's, oh, you're misogynistic because, oh, you you don't want a woman with high body count. You, okay, cool. You can say what you want. It's my standards. Who? It doesn't matter what you think. I'm not going to conform to anything that you think because it's my standards. How about that? Right? How about that? It could be misogynistic, but I'm not going to be with you. And honestly, it's such a fallacy because women get judged by other women. Than anything. I think in just about every relationship that I've been with, I've been with a girl who sat there and gossiped. Sat there and gossiped about her friend being a HOE, you know, being a 403, a 304, however you want to say it. It's the truth. And I'm telling you guys, don't get caught up in this process of worrying about what other people are saying. Right? Don't get caught up in that process. Because... At the end of the day, you have to be with this person. You need to filter out this person. Don't get caught up because she a baddie, and, but she always going out every night. She's spending the night over her guy. Spending the night over your guy best friend's house alone on his couch is crazy. It's crazy. Absolutely, you should judge for that. You have to have standards. If you catch her in lies, you're consistently catching her in lies. She disappears, Right? Her phone's always on do not disturb and then she doesn't try to accommodate you or try to answer your phone. Listen, do not wife them. I don't care what anyone says. They can call them misogynistic, but that's the thing they're going to do. That's like, say, if you say something bad about somebody LGBTQ, you're transphobe. They just use words to try to attack you when you don't agree with something. Don't go for it. It's very simple. But all right, guys, we're going to end off this podcast and you guys can come up and if you disagree, if you agree, um, you can tell me about a time that you miss mistakes with your ex and red flags, anything you want to talk about. So we're going to end this podcast off and that's that. But uh, by the way, guys, I'm going to try to put the Zoom back up. We had somebody, we, I don't know. I, I, only, I think I only put it on, on Patreon. So if we have people subscribing and paying for Patreon just to try to sabotage me, that's crazy because you're making me money. You know I could cash out on Patreon early, right? That's nuts. Like somebody literally put like, you know, LGBT corn on my, it's crazy. I got to use these, these codes on my Zoom call, which is nuts. All right.